It makes me think of like other injury reports where like yeah. you hear about these guys tripping and falling in their bathroom, breaking bones. I don't buy it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. Here are your hosts, Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. What up, what up, and welcome back to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. This is episode 68. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate what you got for us today? My mans, you're just coming out hot, coming out firing. High energy. High energy. My dude, I know you like classic rock. Um, I like classic rock as well. Have you seen that Bohemian Rhapsody movie? I have not. Oh, man. It's Muy bien. It's been out for a while, though, hasn't it? Or yeah. Relatively so. Muy bien, dude. I'm serious. I am for cereal. You have to watch that. It's really good. I mean, I'll take your word for it. Get on it. I'm all about recommendations. Get on it. That's where my mind is. So I'm going to say, get on it. I'm assuming you recently viewed this motion picture. I watched it a couple weeks ago, and then I watched it again recently, and I'm like, man, it's even it's even better the second time around. So good to the point that you had to mention it on the podcast. That's right. You're welcome, Earth, for the recommendation. Because I know the whole Earth is listening. I might have to uh, take you take you up on that recommendation. Yeah, I mean it's a no-brainer. Just get on it. Moving right along to baseball history, huh? How about yeah, it? Yeah, that fast. Fire it. We're firing on on all cylinders right now. This day in baseball history, May 21st is when you'll be hearing this. Starting off in 1907. After the Giants' 3-0 loss to the Cubs that drops New York out of first place, the players need to form a protective ring around umpires Hank O'Day and Bob Emsley. Pinkerton guards fire shots in the air trying to disperse unruly fans who have spilled onto the field at the polo grounds. What is up with these, like, wildin' fans in baseball history? Why Why is this a trend? Not thrilled back in the day. First of all, they're all wearing, like, suits. Back then, they wore suits and hats, like, top hats and stuff. Like, what are you doing climbing fences, wearing loafers? And, st- and stood up on stood up on the most appropriate occasions and golf clapped. Like, yeah, don't understand. Chill. So, like, they didn't even sell alcohol at games. So, it's like, what are you doing? Night- I don't know that for a fact. I just made that up. 19, as you do with most of the things on this show. Correct. 1927, for the second consecutive day, an umpire at Ebbets Field is the target of fan abuse. What is it with these fans? February 20, I mean, May 21st, what freaking day is it? Oh my God, what was that? What was that? Something just fell in the office. Was it a fan? I just pooped myself a little. It's probably the fans, man. Sheesh. The ghosts. No, that was another, just another typical ghost move. The ghosts of fans from 1907, the Polo Grounds. That scared me fiercely. I'm shaken. 1927. I'm going to read that again. For the second yeah. consecutive day, an umpire at Ebbets Field is a target of fan abuse. Figure it out. Arbitrator Frank Wilson needs a police escort after the Robins a.k.a. Dodgers, drop a twin bill to the Cubs. I don't understand why these fans feel the need to be so aggressive. He's livid, man. He's pissed. Is it that serious? Do you think they're thinking about robotic umpires back then, too? Ah, alluding ah. to the DMs. A little foreshadowing. You're slick. Very slick. Uh, moving away from the fan abuse, because I mean, there can only be so much of that. We can't we yeah. can't be condoning fan abuse. Nineteen thirty, after hitting three consecutive home runs, his first three homer performance in a regular season game, 
Babe Ruth decides to bat from the opposite side, a.k.a. right-handed, <laughs> in the ninth inning. After two strikes, the 35-year-old Sultan of Swat crosses the plate to bat lefty, but A's hurler Jack Quinn still strikes out the Bambino in Philly's 15-7 route of the Yankees at Scheib Park. I'm going to be real. If I'm the manager, I'm not thrilled with that move. I'm not thrilled with that. <laughs> what an arrogant move. Weird flex. But, but that, was, that was that thing when I was pulling my notes together before we hopped on. I was like, there's just things that you learn doing baseball history that you would never otherwise know about. Well, if you're just getting thrashed by eight runs, like, why not? I did my part. Now I'm just going to go play some wiffle ball on the other side of the bat. Holy other side cow. of the plate. Like, give it a shot. Unbelievable. What a jerk. What a jerk. That's your Goat. guy, though. Goat jerk. Yeah, that's that's accurate. Goat jerk. I was going to say, you, you got to give him some credit. That's your guy. Yeah. Formerly yeah. was my guy, but made the just absolute poor decision to jump cities. Anyway, moving on. 2009, the letter I on the Big Mac land sign at Bush Stadium is knocked out by Albert Pujols' first inning blast off Sean Marshall and the Cardinals' 3-1 to victory over Chicago. During any game, Nate, let's see if you knew this. If a Cardinal player hits a home run into Big Mac land, built in the left field stands, section 272, as a tribute to Mark McGuire, everyone at the game is entitled to redeem their ticket for a free Big Mac at all participating restaurants in the fast food chain. Dope. Did you know that? Classy move by the Cardinals. I did not know that. But, I mean, I think McDonald's won that. I, I still think they're coming out on top with that Big Mac sign being there way more often than it's getting hit. Absolutely. So uh, well done for the marketing team for uh, old McDicks. Yeah, I was going to say, not so much for the old St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, nothing like rewarding your fans with a little obesity, huh? How about it? Yeah, enjoy three pieces of bread in between these two (laughs) burger bags. (laughs) Twenty whole head of lettuce. Tw- <laughs> 2012. <laughs> Rocky starter Jamie Moyer. This is another one of those things where you just would never know. Rocky starter Jamie Moyer extends his major league record when he makes his debut at the newly opened Marlins Park, having now pitched in 50 major league ballparks. Yo. The 49-year-old Southpaw started his career with a victory for Philadelphia at Wrigley Field in 1986. God. So. How do you pitch in 50 state? What? So he was basically like in the bullpen warming up when Babe Ruth switched sides to the other side of the plate. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. He'd probably just That's gotten right. called up. Yeah. That makes sense. Holy smokeums, man. Actually, that's nah, a little stadiums. generous. At that point, he'd probably been in the league for about 10 or 12 years. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. 50. St- what? What do you think that guy's doing now? I bet you his grandkids are about to crack the league. He's probably like a Zamboni driver at the local skating rink. He does seem like a Zamboni driver, doesn't he? Why? Tell me why that was like my first thought when you asked me that question. Kind of looks like a bird. Well, because no one really knows what a Zamboni driver looks like. If you think about it, if you look back through your memories, well, nobody, nobody really knows. Nobody really knows what a guy like Jamie Moyer's doing. Like, what? What? What would a guy like that do? You can't possibly convince me that that guy has any substantial skill set outside of baseball because that's literally the only thing that guy has ever known. Just the beautiful tweeners with like the five inch stirrups. I, I like, I just don't, I don't know what you would do if you're him. Like I can't see him applying for jobs. Cause like, what are you going to put down there? Major league pitcher for 37 years. I don't know. Jamie, if you're listening, I will hire you as an instructor at my facility. Just right. let we're, me know. We're not about free plugs here. No free, free ads. plugs. No free ads. Free ads? 
I'm just letting him know he's got a job offer waiting for him, teaching kids how to throw 82 at max. If you say cool. so. I don't think I'll I take do you. So. I don't think he'll take you up on that. Whatever. Screw him then. Keep keep driving your Zamboni. Speaking of Zambonis, can we talk about Ioannis Cespedes? Yeah, that makes sense for sure. What's up with that guy? I don't know. Apparently, he's got a broken right ankle because he jumped in a hole in his, on his ranch. First of all, yeah. why does Ioannis Cespedes have a ranch? Yeah, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know what's going on. the The article made made it clear by saying that he was not on a horse. I don't know why that made it better. Also, I loved how all of the reports on this made it very clear that it wasn't baseball related. I would hope so. Like, what would you be doing baseball related on a ranch? Freaking field of dreams, dog. I mean, this guy has millions of dollars. I'm sure he has his own baseball facility or has access to a relatively high quality baseball facility. So I don't think he would need to be out there hitting long balls into the cornfields. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. You don't know his passions. Sheesh. Well, apparently it's horse riding. I did see that he's a big, uh, I guess that's why they had to clarify that it wasn't on a horse. Cause apparently he's like a high key fan of horse riding. High key. I like, I like what you're doing there. Yeah. Nothing subtle about his passion for riding horses. Um, I just don't understand why this guy doesn't play baseball anymore. Like what, what's going on? Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, tell me if I'm way off on this, but does this not like compare to like the Hanley Ramirez situation where it's like, okay, sure, he's not at his peak by any means, but he can still hit a baseball. Yeah, but I think our guy just got paper, bought a ranch, and said, screw it. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess, but I don't. I don't know. I just feel like the appreciation for his ability isn't there. Like, I just feel like people kind of forgot about him. I, I mean, think he has to play with a cane at this point. Like, what is wrong with his legs? It's always his legs. Yeah, they're not very operational. He had, he played, what, like 38, 40 games last year. Hasn't played over 150 games since 2015. So, not exactly the uh, Iron Man of Major League Baseball. No. I don't understand. What do we think? He needs to go to the AL, I think. What do we think? Speak, Yeah, speaking of which, remember when he was a member of the Boston Red Sox? How wild was that? Yeah, that's crazy. That just seems like a bad dream at this point. Way long ago. Uh, what is what is this guy's feature hold? What what do we think's happening here? Oof. I don't know, man. I don't know what's in the water in Queens because, like, what happened with the David Wright? David Wright had got, like, caught by this plague for, like, the last eight years of his career and played, like, four games. So, like, I don't know what's going on, dude. Like, sheesh. The Mets need to figure it out. I mean, their training staff needs to figure it out. I don't know. But, uh, like I said, dude, the guy got his check. Hey, 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 don't fault the training staff because Ioannis Cespedes is out there doing cartwheels on his ranch. And holes and stuff. That's not their fault. I just just love the movie Holes. Same. Great movie. Same. Throwback. Great. Classic. But, yeah, you can't fault them for him just being absolutely careless on his ranch. Which, by the way... It makes me think of like other injury reports where like yeah. you hear about these guys like tripping and falling in their bathroom, breaking bones. I don't buy it. What like what do we think actually happened here? I don't buy it. I can't you can't convince me that Ioannis Cespedes was sober and simply broke his ankle in a ditch on his ranch. I don't buy it. I don't know if I'm questioning sobriety or not. I'm just questioning if that's the true story because I'm questioning sobriety. Like everything that it's like the worst excuse. I like I rolled my ankle in a hole. What? 
there has there has to be some art with this though of like coming up with these stories because I think the PR this is like you telling your parents of like why you don't want to go to school today. Well, <laughs> no. What you I was gonna to come s- up with some BS like what I, what I was gonna say is like these PR people. I feel like have to come up with a story. They have to like formulate a story that's like believable but doesn't really leave room for many questions because like beyond the story that we're aware of in that he stepped in a hole and broke his ankle, like what, what are you going to ask? Like, there's nothing that you can really dive deeper into. It's like, okay, he broke, he stepped in a hole. People do that all the time. It twists your ankle. He just happened to break his, but it's Was like, I'm still not buying man-made? it. What type of boots were you wearing? It's probably like some division rival snuck out on his ranch and dug a hole. Dug a hole. That's the yeah. only explanation. No, but for real, I'm not. I don't buy this. Nor do I buy. Where is he living, by the way? I have no idea. Isn't he? Where is this ranch located? That's a great. And why are you not rehabbing somewhere? That's a great question. He did. He uh, he did make an uh, attempt at a rehab, didn't he? But it didn't last very long. I thought. I don't know. I, I haven't seen that man play baseball since he was in the home run derby a few years ago, hitting balls to the moon. Ooh, his ranch is located near the Met Spring Training Facility in St. Port Lucie. Is that Florida? Yeah. yeah, it's gotta be Florida. Um What? His ranch is in Florida? First of all, that's weird. Second of all, yeah, I need to know what time of day it was and you know what day it is. I need to know if the hole was man-made, if it was like a rabbit hole. Maybe like he pulled a space jam. Looney Tunes dragged him in. I like it. Had to play a game a game of wiffle ball Stop. to save baseball Looney Tunes. I'm thinking I'm thinking he was just taking a stroll an evening stroll eva- yeah. evaluating his future in baseball counting the number of chains that he had on counting the number of chains he has on counting the, the, well I'll say this the number of chains he had on probably equaled the amount of games that he's played since 2015 two chains but as I was saying He's probably just evaluating his future, thinking about where he's going to go from here, and just caught some bad luck. I don't know. I don't know what else what else to say about it. I'm going with the Space Jam one. Yeah, that's... Now that I think about it, that's far more likely what <laughs> happened. Way more viable. Uh, speaking of Space Jam, Cano, what's up with uh, his lack of hustle? Don't you know this guy's always been like this though because like he was he was like this when he was a Yankee um he was definitely like this after he got paper and Jay-Z got him paid up in Seattle um he's just the way he is I guess but okay I mean, so I'll stop props- you I'll stop you there you say that's the way he is 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 Cano which I think you and I have made ourselves very clear in the in the whole like Hustling is important discussion. Yeah. Are there guys, though, that, like, we just kind of extend a little extra grace to where it's like, okay, you know what? You're kind of an exception to the rule. We'll allow it because it's just kind of how you play the game. Like, for me, I know, as I said, big hustle guy. But I looked at a guy like Manny Ramirez where I'm just like – and you and you you gave him the okay. Nobody expects you to leg out a single or a double or really anything beyond that. You get a pass, pass because you can yeah. you can swing a bat and you can swing it well. Cano, while not similar numbers in the Manny comparison, has that kind of like swagger about him where it's like, does he get a pass? And with him uh, being a former Yankee, I will ask you that question. Uh, man, that's a tough question. I think you get a pass. Here's the difference. Robbie Cano is better at defense than Manny was. Um, 
So I think you kind of give a little bit of that defensively. Um, but I, I don't know, dude. Like, it's it's so simple. Get your ass down the line. I just want a hard 90 every once in a while. And it needs to be more than just, like, really slow, take your time, undo your batting gloves, take your leg guard off before you hit first base kind of crap. Get down the line. It's not that hard. And, I mean... Even if you're out by three steps, it's better than being out by a million and you're only halfway there and you just take a right turn in the dugout. Just get down the line. If you want to if you want to put some swag on defensively and just kind of lollygag to everything, but you still make the play, cool, whatever. If a ball that, you know, is hit and the dude should be thrown out by two steps, but he's only thrown out by a half a step because you're kind of slow, but you're still swaggy, fine. You got the out. But just get down the line. It's really, really easy to run hard enough down to first base. It really is. Yeah, I'm starting to think this whole uh, just downfall of the Mets organization is becoming a little uh, infectious because the Mets just got swept by the Marlins this past weekend. Which raises the question, are the Marlins the team to beat in Major League (laughs) Baseball now? At least in the East, for sure, got to be in that conversation. I mean, I had already given them the pass on the East. I'm thinking at least the National League, maybe the entire league. Beautiful. I mean, because if you come in and sweep a team that's, what 21 or well they made him after that series they made him 21 and 24 i mm. mean you take a team that was sitting at 500 before the start of the series and you put them three games under i mean we're talking i mean nate are the are the marlins the team of the century right now what's this division look like real talk real talk what's this division oh as what's, what's... what i was saying wasn't real talk that's fine I'm out, here, I'm out here trying to give the Marlins some cred. No National care. League East. Marlins sitting at a pretty 13-31 and 31 in last place. Uh, my division pick, Nats, holding strong at 19-28. and 28, Nine games back. Your division pick, the old Mets of New York, 21-25, and 25, six and a half back. Braves... My National League pennant winners, 26 and 22, two and a half back. And then the fight and fills at 28 and 19. Mm. Mm. So yeah, that's no bueno. So again, I ask, are the Marlins the team to beat in the league right now? Gotta watch out for those boys, man. Every once in a while, they're going to sneak in for some dubs. They're three and seven in their last 10. I mean, how... How much better does it get? Fuego. For them, that's not that's not bad. I mean, they're nine and seventeen at home, four and fourteen on the road. Wow, it's not even close. Like they're the worst team in baseball right now. I didn't realize. I thought at least like Baltimore would be in that conversation. They're worse than Baltimore. Baltimore is sitting at fifteen and thirty-two. That's wild. No other yeah. team is even close. Oof. Royals. Royals. 16 and 31, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Royals. You're right. Anyway, yeah. Uh, man, the Mets, dude. This is just a freaking circus. This is a circus. I don't, I don't need any type of reports from my front office backing my manager this early in the season. Nah, this is our guy. We're going to stick with him. Mickey Calloway out here benching stars for not hustling. I'm with that. Needed that. But stop playing bad ball. Play better ball. Let me ask you this. Actually, I'm going to ask myself this. Okay. Kyle, do you think that 
the situation with the Mets is comparable to that of, say, maybe the Boston Red Sox, where, you know, there's a slow start, but eventually things started to click and they figured it out and started playing as a unit. Uh, well, I'd probably say, yeah, it's pretty similar. Um, I was hoping you'd do a different voice. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it actually, yeah, I'd say it's very similar because I think both teams came, I mean, obviously the Red Sox is defending world champions, uh, as I reminded you in case you needed a reminder. Um, they came in with high expectations as did, I think the Mets, the Mets, uh, I mean, pretty much every team in that division came in with high expectations. So I think it's one of those things where things will, things will start to start to click for them. They'll figure it out. I feel like Mickey Callaway has a decent idea of what he's doing and I'm glad. Yeah, his name's Mickey. You can trust a guy named Mickey. Yeah. I mean, if you're in baseball and you have the name Mickey, you don't have any other option, but to be good at what you do. Uh, but anyway, glad to see they're sticking by him. I do think it is kind of strange that that conversation is being had this early. But, I mean, if it's going to be had, I'm glad to see that the organization's at least the organization is at least taking that route instead of kind of creating this drama because you know that although it's kind of early, we're at like a turning. We're at like a I don't want to say a turning point. We're at a a crucial point in the season where it's like you need to quiet that noise as soon as it comes up. Cause if you start, yeah. you start allowing issues to kind of infiltrate the, the organization, the clubhouse, it won't stop. You're asking for big trouble. And like I said, a team that came in with relatively high expectations, if you don't deliver at least somewhat, like I don't think they're expecting a world series title by any means. I mean, I'm sure some people in the organization and fan base are, but I mean, if you if you don't compete at the bare minimum, that's not a good look. Not a good look. But you know who has been looking good, Nate? Say it out loud, babe. Say it out loud. Let hey, me hear it. Hey, I'll give you credit, man. Yankees have been looking good. It's Ooh, ni- yeah. it's night and day for the old New York ball clubs. Oh yeah. Man, I'm not. Feels I'm good. not gonna. Hey, I'll give you credit where it's due, man. I mean. I could sit here and talk about how prior to uh, their series with the Astros, the Red Sox were the best team in baseball, but it's hard to really defend that when you get or when you lose two of three to the Strohs at home. Mm. Not ideal, mm. but but it was a good learning experience. You know, mm-hmm. you learn from it. You redeem mm-hmm. yourself in October. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yankees are playing good ball, man. I got to give it to you. Taking, uh, what was it, two or three from Rampate. That was big. Two or three from Rampate. And then Monday, tonight's game, what was that? Yeah, bro. Yeah. So, like, that's the kind of faith I have in my boys right now. We were down 6-1 through 5, I believe. And all of a sudden, we just come storming back. That's the kind of trust that I wasn't even sweating it. I was like, Jay Hab doesn't have it tonight. That wasn't the That's tune cool. you were singing in March and April. I was big sweating in March and April. Now I'm not sweating at all. Crispy, clean, no beads of sweat. Tonight, they just come out and they just tack on, tack on, tack on. And then you just wait for a bopper to just go boop and, and shut it down. Speaking of sweat, Ooh. you shouldn't sweat when you're looking for tickets. Oh, I see you. And thanks to us, we can make the ticket searching process a whole us. lot easier and more affordable. Us. Us. SeatGeek. Us. It's the answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? No friends. This I know. Or (laughs) are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances. No theater performances. Even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you. If you are a first-time user of SeatGeek, 
Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code DTD at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. That's all you got to do to save some of that. Cold, hot cash. Enter promo code DTD at checkout. Even if you're not a first-time user, truthfully, like you just create a new email and you're good. So like you can do that again. I mean, you need a credit card for that. No one, no one has only one email address. Well, some people just have one credit card, Nate. You're going to need more credit cards. No, I don't think so. Pretty sure. Nah, man. They don't track that stuff. It's just, a, it's just the account. Once you create the new account, bang. All right, well, good. have somebody, have one of our listeners try it out. And nobody has just one email. Just go, anymore. just go buy tickets to something. <laughs> Tell us if it works. Don't even you don't even have to go to the game or the concert or the theater performance. Just buy a ticket and see if it works. Let me see the theaters. Anyway, back to my guys playing good ball. Uh, truthfully, I I'm still not sold on Aaron Boone. Still not quite sure some of the stuff he does. Some of the some of the moves he makes makes some weird stuff go on um bullpen's still pretty shaky right now still missing some pieces chad green looks like he needs to go back to high school and figure it out um you are one greedy son of a gun no packs what more could you possibly want from the yankees right now i am telling you that the next man up stuff is working and truthfully, if they were, I mean, even if they were sitting where Boston's in right now, 25 and 22, I'd be thrilled. Right now, crazy thrilled. Doesn't sound like it. Sounds like you're a little disappointed with the no lack of leadership from your, like, 17-year-olds that are taking up your roster. Nah, man. It's just like, I, I'm not ready to give all the credit to Boone which probably the rest of the baseball world is, I'm not ready to do that. He uh, he still makes some weird stuff decision-wise. And, like, honestly, the boys are just playing really good ball. And, like, I don't understand how it's happening. Glaber Torres has eight home runs against the Orioles alone this year. What, what? is that? What is that? I mean, Giovanni Urshela hitting walk-offs and stuff. Looking like Araldis Chapman now has some nasty slider. Sheesh, man. It's not Chris Sale's slider, so it doesn't matter. I don't know. When you're geared up for 101 and you see an 88 hook like that, no thanks. Cameron Maben out here swiping bags. Bro, like these guys should not be on the roster, and they're out here playing really good ball, getting dubs with a lot of people down and now we're talking about dudes coming back and I'm pretty excited about the situation right now. Speaking of the best team in baseball, did you see, Oh, I know you saw cause you texted me about it. The whole Michael Chavis, uh, home run acknowledgement. How awesome was that? I'm not gonna lie. It was freaking cute. Little little man up there. Say it out loud. I I said my piece out loud. Say it out loud. What did you say about him? You said you couldn't what? Michael Chavis can't. I can't. I can't dislike that guy. And it it kind of hurts me a little bit, but I can't dislike that guy. Because I mean, he just is good. He's just really good, and it's kind of annoying. But anyway, that little kid announcing him was adorable. Then he hits a dinger, crosses home plate, and like gives him the, the head nod and the finger point. I'm like, man. Well, he, yeah, he acknowledged it like immediately after the fact, after it was announced, and then proceeds first pitch to just take the ball bridge, as my guy Dennis Eckersley says. He went launchy. Um, what a man. dude. The little guy's cute. That's all I know. Speaking of my favorite players... Can we also just acknowledge the Yasiel Puig situation? Uh, hurting his elbow. Just going all out. Why is there no pad on the top of that wall there? 
I don't know, but all I'm saying like a whole lot of concrete. All I'm saying is Yasiel Puig is like my favorite player of all time now. I've completely just gone one eighty on this guy. No, I'm not sold. It just still doesn't matter. Pull up his stats. Bro. I mean, he's the best. He's Read the best current player. He's the best current player in this great game. And I would even argue one of the best all time. Terrible. Terrible. Talk about a quote graphic. You want to see his stats? You want me to read some stats off? Oh, yeah. This is going to be brutal. Yasiel Puig hitting 267 with four home runs. Give the man some credit. He's hitting 206, all right? Oh, my. No way. Really? uh, 206. Seven bombs, 25 RBIs, Ew, dude. OBP of 253, slugging of 358. Oh, that's so painful. Yeah, I mean, he's hitting 206 or seven bombs. That's more than I can say for the Yankees pitching staff. So, I mean, what can you say about that? That is, a, sorry, what? that is a fact. He's hitting better than the entire Yankees pitching staff. I'll give you that one. I know you'll give it to me. That's a fact. I'm just I'm just stating facts here. I think uh I think it's time, Kyle. I think it's time we get serious. It's two twenty eight in the morning. On the East Coast, Nate, there is I'm I'm beyond the point of being serious. Oh, so we're not gonna be serious? How did you wanna how did you wanna transition this into being serious? You're about to catch this L. That's all I know. What L? What are you talking about? What are you alluding to? You know what, sir. You know. Oh, you wanna do some dad jokes, huh? Yeah. How about it? Let's run through some dad jokes. What what is that game called? Where you like can't dad joke? No dad joke game. Yeah, where you like read them off and you can't laugh. Dad joke game. That's what it's called. Or the other person can't laugh. Dad joke game. All right, fine. We'll call it the dad joke game. Dad joke game. Who goes first? This is just like randomly inserted into this episode. I'm sure people are wondering, like, what are they? This t- was your idea. This was but my now I'm idea. Excited. All right, so we each have five dad jokes. We're going to read off to the other person. No mute button. You'll know if my mute button goes off. It's loud as anything. Okay. But I'm not going to do it. No, we'll do it either. All right, so we got to keep a tally, all right? Okay. Who's reading first? You can read it all first, and we'll just alternate. Ooh. <laughs> Okay, you ready? Let's do it. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to at least myself struggling. up. You're already struggling. Wipe that stupid smirk off your face. I know it's there. Uh, mm. All right, let's go. What's that <laughs> city in... <laughs> Bro! All right, all right, all right. What's that city in Nevada where all the dentists visit? I don't know. Floss Vegas. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> don't even count. Uh, Kyle loses that round. I didn't even laugh. I just had it stored up from before you even started reading that question. Counted. Nate is up one. Hey, Nate, did you hear about the kidnapping at school? No. The teacher woke him up. That's baloney. Mute button. Mute. No, I'm not buying it. Mute button. I'm good. My hands are below the desk. All right, fine. You... No, it's not two nothing. You won that round. You're up one. All right. That, oh, okay. I, I got you. I got you. We each get a turn. Okay. 
Why do melons have weddings? I don't know. Because they cantaloupe. <laughs> All right. No laugh. Didn't get it out of me. I was close. Hey, Nate. Yeah. What did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? I don't know. Hi, matey. <laughs> Got him. Uh, it's tied up. Tie ball game. <laughs> hey, Kyle. What's up? How do you make a Kleenex dance? Oh, geez, Nate. I don't know how. Put some boogie in it. (laughs) Not getting me. Okay, go. Hey, Nate. Yeah. If I have cheese but no crackers, what am I? I don't know. Crack a lacking. <laughs> There's no way. That was hard, dude. No way. I thought <laughs> I, I had you on that one. I was smiling so big, but I couldn't let any sound out. Oh my gosh. All right, number four, still tie ball game. Want to hear a joke about construction? Sure. Hold on. Hold on. I'm still working on it. You can't egg me on like that. (laughs) You can't do that. That's against the rules that do not exist. All right. I got you. I got you. What do you call a sleepwalking nun? I don't know. A Roman Catholic. You're so full of it. I'm so. (laughs) You're so full of it. All right. Coming down to the last one. That one was tough. Oh, Oh, man. What do you call a cake baked by a hooker? Oh, God. Homemade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, I wasn't ready for that. I was resetting myself and you just hit me with a punchline. Come on. All right. I'm going to, I got at least come come out of this with a draw. Hey, Nate. What did the nut say when it was chasing the other nut? I don't know. I'm a cashew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got him. <clears throat> that was my cleanup hitter. I had to save that. Yeah, my homemade one was good. Speaking of hoes, there's nothing better than a long, hard, all-natural shaft. Wow. With a clean A plus. You can grab at your, use at your leisure. And thanks to Zinger Bats, you now have a variety of options to choose from. Creating bats for the pros since 1998, Zinger Bats is setting the new standard in professional bat production. From their X71 Pro Maple to their background case, you have all you need to light it up on the field this season. Best of all, Zinger Bats Company is now the presenting sponsor of the 3-0 Take. They want to show you, our listeners, some love. Next time you visit ZingerBats.com and stock up on some lumber, 
Use promo code DTD to save 10% off your order. Again, use promo code DTD to save 10% off your Zingerbats order. For that big league feel off the barrel, look no further than Zinger. DMs. Cleanest transition ever. Deems. No, Nate, I would argue that that was the dirtiest. Another dad joke mixed in. Joe says, let's talk about how good Austin Meadows is. All right, Joe, let's talk about how good Austin Meadows is. Sitting 337, nine bombs, 23 RBIs, OBP of 422, and an OPS of 1096. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty good. Good guy's freaking great. Tony the Tiger great. Killing it for Rampate. Probably going to be... uh, I'm trying to think. Nah, you got Mookie out there, so he's not about to start the All-Star game. But he will be a pretty well-deserved Rampate representative for the All-Star game. Speaking of Rampate Bays... You know what I just thought of? You know what we can call the wives and girlfriends of the Rampate Bays? Mm. Well, it's not really calling them, but by default. How often will we be talking by about By default, the they're the Bays of the Rampate Bays. Oh, B A E S. Yeah, I mean, you're not even really coming up with a nickname. That's just a fact. Just Bay. They're the bays of the Rampate Bay. Sorry, these are just random thoughts that I have at 2.38 in the morning. Bays, bays. The bays of the bays. Beautiful. Are we done with Austin Meadows? He's good. Watch him. He's good. Coyle asks, who's the biggest hype man? Uh, I would say in the dugout. God. I would love to say Brock Holt simply for the fact that he's the best hug giver after home runs to J.D. Martinez or from J.D. Martinez, rather. Mm. Like, if you're not familiar with that whole story, you just need to look it up, check out some videos, and tell me that you wouldn't want to run through a brick wall for Brock Holt. That's my guy. Unfortunately, he's been out with an injury, but... Still my biggest hype man. Yeah, I can't really think of anybody because, like, I don't know. I don't pay attention to enough games to figure out, like, an ongoing hype man. Can you All even I think name about anybody like, on the Yankees right now? Um, Everybody on the Yankees right now, truthfully. But, uh, I mean, I keep – I always think back to, like, Ronald Torres back when he was doing – Back when he was doing stuff with Aaron Judge, because he's like five two, and Aaron Judge is like eight foot seven, and he would like carry the little seed package thing around like it was a camera, and he would like film everybody. That guy was a big hype man, but like I don't even know if he's in the big leagues anymore. But I don't know, man. I I, I can't really think of anybody. Can you? I mean, like outside of our teams. I mean, that's the team I watch. Close, most closely, closestly, yeah. close, closestly, closest. Terrible. Most. Don't edit any of this. Most closest. Closely, Brutal. most. Yikes! We're moving on. Eric says Verdugo, Rookie of the Year. Cody, uh, in parentheses, Bellinger, MVP. Nobody needs Ryu. parentheses. They know who Cody is. <laughs> Ryu Sayung. And third time's the charm for a World Series championship. If you put Eric, Cody and MVP in the same sentence, who else would that be? I don't know. I was just helping people out. Well, if they don't know... Well, he went last name Cody, of the other two MVP, players, but he went first name of Bellinger. They don't deserve so to be listening to this show. Also, I'm guessing our guy Eric, a frequent DM submitter, I'm guessing he's a Dodger fan. I'm just going out on a limb here. Um, Maybe wrong. I don't know. I think he's super wrong. 
about the Verdugo rookie of the year and Ryu Cy Young things. So I don't and the World Series thing that's terrible. I don't think anybody would seriously suggest that. Although Eric may be serious about this suggestion. You got Bellinger though. I mean that's legitimate. I don't know. I mean he's all right. Craig asks, after the suspension and being in his mid-30s, what is an appropriate expectation for Robbie Cano? It's interesting because we kind of alluded to this with our guy, Yoenis. But I don't know. I mean, he's still got pop. We know that. But do we think that he's just going to transition into kind of like a, I mean, dare I say, like a table setter? Like, is that kind of where he's headed in the tail end of his career? I mean, because he can still hit. He can still hit for contact. He can still hit for average. I mean, I think the, I think the power will diminish a little bit. I don't know. Sounds like you disagree with everything I'm saying right now. So tell me what you're thinking. I don't think he'll hit for average anymore. I think power goes down. Um, I think he needs to be. I think he needs to be traded to an AL team, dude. He needs a DH. And you need to go somewhere where they don't care about hustle. So you're telling me you would want an AL team to pick up a guy who, according to you, will no longer have power, nor pop, nor the ability to hit for average. Correct. I think the That's a <laughs> wild take. I think the Mets need to get rid of him. Not exactly the ideal position filler for the designated hitter. <laughs> Usually you want a guy that can actually hit the baseball. No, and uh, as far as an expectation goes, are we talking like how much longer he's got, or? I mean, I think just like performance-wise, uh, he's not that good anymore. So there's that. Yeah, Solid. Greg asks, "Will the Rockies figure it out?" Figured oh, out. they figured out. Or not the Blue Jays, Nate. Uh, I would say, yeah, they need to because. I've got $0 riding on my division predictions, and I have them winning the West. So, yeah, they need to figure it out. Will the Rockies, though? I know you think they need to, but will they? Yes. Nolan Nolan Arenado needs to transition into his assumed role of nationally MVP MVP because I also have zero dollars riding on my MVP predictions and he is my guy. So figure it out. Out. Herman says, wish I didn't watch game of Thrones like you because the last season was, eh, the whole show is, eh, the whole book series is, eh, all the characters are, eh, The tweet, the live tweeting is eh. Did I say the characters are eh? Stop it. The name of the show is eh. Stop it. The the or the Game of Thrones themed Oreos are eh. Stop it. Stop it. I'm so sick of hearing about Game of Thrones, and I'm so glad that it's over. And I'm so glad. Let I will let me go on record as saying I am glad that the game. The, the show ended so poorly because the people deserve punishment for talking about it the <laughs> amount that they did. So I'm glad you guys have to suffer with like zero with zero hope of there being any more episodes. I like the way it ended. Well, I don't like you, so... Fair. Jake from State Farm asks, are the Royals the most fun bad team to watch? What? the hell does that mean? It means exactly what it means, Nate. Are the Royals the most fun, bad team to watch? You can have a I'll terrible... Never watch the Royals. You can have a terrible team, but they're still entertaining to watch. Kind of like the Orioles mm-hmm. last year, where it was like, you can't possibly be this bad, but you are. And it's funny. I was thinking the Orioles are going to be that team this year, but it sounds like the Marlins might take the crown. I don't know. You always hear about... East Coast, but this is kind of where my where my head was at. It's kind of what I'm thinking about. You always hear about the the East Coast bias. You hear about the West Coast bias, but you never really hear about the the Midwest bias. So yeah, the middle. I'm guessing. Stuck in the middle. I'm guessing that the Royals 
suck. Don't make it to the top of the conversation list in Major League Baseball, which sucks. Sucks for a lot of teams out there in the middle of the country, but this is just the world we live in. Yep, sorry. Eric with a K asks, still think we need robot umpires at this point? No, we don't need robot umpires. We need the human element to remain forever because that's just part of the game. Call me old-fashioned. Never. Sorry, keep going. Good talk. Call me old-fashioned. Call me a grumpy old man. You are a little grumpy right now. But we need the human element to remain in the game because if we don't have that we have nothing beautiful love it um the one quote i always refer back to is what joe tory said said never forget that this game has a heartbeat love it can never forget that you so essentially have... joe tory is echoing kyle corwin you yes saying that you have to keep the el- the human element a part of the game if you don't have that you have nothing. That's it. It's time for you to go to bed. You know it is. Finish your thought. No, that's it. You just need to go to bed. Yeah, it's 2.48. It is... It is getting to be that time. Well, that'll oh. do it for us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Wherever... No, you know what? I'm sorry. I feel like I've been rude the past couple of episodes. I haven't asked you if there's anything else that you wanted to share with the people no see now like i expected you to go on with that read and like how about the podcast rankings huh huh how about that how about it shout out to our listeners for making us as of three days ago the number 149th ranked professional sports podcast on apple podcast how about it? how many like thousands millions we on the rise hundreds of millions that's what i'm saying dude 140 real talk though do you like do you realize how many sports podcasts that are out there 149th dude we on that rise we on that rise jump on the bandwagon we're accepting applications but not for long on that rise. But speaking of Apple Podcasts, or really any other podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it and leave that rating interview. Nate, how many stars? All the stars. All of them. I want them all. How many? And I want good freaking words. The number, good word. the number of dad jokes that Nate low-key laughed at but hit the mute button on. Bro, I would never do that to you. Five stars. But yeah, like Nate said, actually, I don't even know. What did you say? Type up good words? Type, type us good type, words. Type up good words. Yes, that's what I said. Leave us a nice... Kind of like you with the most closest, closer, most Yo, close I just had an idea. Debacle. I just had an idea. Yeah. It'll test... It'll be a test to see who actually listens to the very end of the episode. Let's come up with a different line at the end of every episode that people need to work into their review that they leave for our show. And then when we go back and read, we'll know who Ooh. who the real listeners are. Okay, who gets to choose the word? You got it. This is this is your thing. Booger. Really? That's going to be how you start this campaign off? Absolutely. That's Booger. a tough one to mix into the review. All right. There you have it. Type up your good words and then just at the end say, P.S. Booger. Then we know. No, I want it to be creative. We need to like. How long is this episode? Implement. Don't worry about it. I want them <laughs> to like implement booger like creatively into. Well, I actually don't want them to implement it. You wanted them to implement booger into the review, but be you creative gave me about the it. Reins. That's that's fair. 
be creative with it. Implement it into the review. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to read them and I'm going to see who the real listeners are. Let's go. There you have it. Don't go chasing curveballs. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> How many times have we done this podcast? As always. Sixty. Seven? Eight? This is 68. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. As always, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch back up with you guys later this week. The curveballs. Don't chase them. We love y'all, and as always, we're looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. What the f*** time you to take? You take! Don't tell me you don't see!